2: Welcome, you're here with Tough Mother Lisa. Hi there. Tough Mother Gail. Hello. And me, one Tough Mother. And we have a fascinating guest on this week. We have Corinne Fox, eldest daughter of Jamie Fox. She's just kick-ass as far as I'm concerned. This girl really has it down. In the meantime, I just wanted to ask you, Lisa, how'd it go this week? Well, I had a death in my family
0: past. I'm sorry. Uh, my, my great-uncle. However, I decided to turn it into a positive. As you all know, I sing. Mm-hmm. I was blessed with a voice, and I wanted to sing How Great Thou Art. And my aunt said, no, I have to have Through the Years by Kenny Rogers, which oh. you can't find anywhere online. Ah. So I actually sang it a cappella. You did. At the funeral. And... Um, it really oh, made me happy because, I know, it, I, I you're blessed with a voice. Anybody could learn how to sing, but you're blessed with a voice, and if I could make somebody's day better by doing something and like that. And she did it even, really well.
2: I mean, I heard her practicing it.
0: Yeah, so that's what I did. That was the highlight of my week to make them happy.
3: Oh, honey. What about you, Gailey Poo? Oh, well, I, can't, I mean, that's just, I didn't have anything so eventful, but <laughs> you know how I've been sort of. It was a death. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. That's like, heavy, right? And, oh, Lisa, I just want to. Her. I love you, Lise. I love you too. Um, well, so my highlight uh, was on Sunday. I uh you remember you guys I had this whole idea about the grill and the oh, garden? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, them, yeah. and I wanted yeah. to do movie night. So I got a projector and we had movie night in the garden. Oh and a grill. Fun. yes. Yes we did. You go girl. <laughs> oh we talk, we've been talking about this for two years and what and was I the found, movie we actually it wasn't really it's sort of a dry run we did game of thrones oh, oh boy game of uh, yes game of thrones by uh firelight and the, the garden uh, that's it was awesome it was pretty. i'll show you guys pictures yeah. it, it was nice. really
2: really pretty that's yeah, fun have to, we'll have to do it why don't we get invited karen
3: it was a last minute thing yeah <laughs> it's <clears throat>
2: always last minute okay. isn't it yeah, yeah. seth were you there
4: it was awesome. She, I wasn't supposed
3: to say anything. <laughs>
2: Shut yeah. up, Seth. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> great. Thank you, Gail. We're glad you had a great time. We hope we're invited <laughs> at, at some I'm point. I'm going to make a, yeah. real, a
3: real a real, night of it. I am, I promise.
2: And so my week was, I. it was pretty uneventful. It was really great. I went on a six and a half mile hike with my two... Middles, I call them because they're not little anymore. My middle grandsons and my son and his daughter are my son and my daughter-in-law. So since you didn't invite me to movie night, I'd like to invite you to my house for a six and a half mile hike Ooh. up
3: in the woods. <laughs> would you guys be interested? I would totally be interested. Oh, yeah. I'm Seth?
4: Dead. Yeah. I can't do it. I did, thought so. <laughs> I got uh, tendinitis in my yeah. No,
3: you're just a yeah. wuss.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's it.
2: Well, we'll be right back. And when we come back, we have our fabulous guests.
5: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. The One Tough Mother podcast.
1: Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you.
2: And we're back, and we want to welcome our fabulous guest. Born and raised in L.A., Corinne Fox is a model, actress, writer, and social activist who also happens to be the eldest daughter of Jamie Foxx. Corinne is signed to modeling agencies in New York, L.A., and London, she also made her debut in MTV's series Sweet and Vicious, and later this year, she'll be appearing in a film, All-Star Weekend. In 2016, Corinne was honored to be Miss Golden Globe by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Corinne has been featured in many magazines, such as Nylon, W, ASOS, and C Magazine, and in February, Corinne debuted her first ever major fashion magazine cover, Roller Coaster Magazine. 2016? Corinne walked in Kanye West's Yeezy show. And since then, Corinne has been had the opportunity to walk for Dolce & Gabbana. And this year, Corinne's the face of Wet n' Wild for the 2017 campaign. Alongside of modeling and acting, Corinne takes pride in the fact that she graduated from Southern California with a B.A. in public relations. Corinne's passionate about promoting education for women and underprivileged children in girl Up, a United Nations Foundation. She speaks openly about equal opportunity and the importance of higher education. In addition to working with Girl Up, Corinne is dedicated to promoting mental health awareness. This year, Corinne announced a partnership with NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, to promote legislative and cultural changes towards mental health in the United States. Just to know, to tell you, she was also in the steps of Congress just a couple of weeks ago. In her free time, which I don't know when that could possibly be, Corinne is a dedicated writer and is published in the lifestyle website, Refinery29. Welcome to the One Tough Mother show, the amazing and beautiful Corinne Fox. Hi, Corinne. Hi, Corinne. Hi, Corinne. (laughs) We were super excited about having you here. You've done so much and and you're, you're a young adult. I mean, you're 23, right? Yeah, I'm 23. And you've done great. You do more in one day than I do in a month. <laughs> I'm Definitely. telling you. I can't believe it. I know that you're, um, you've are you been out in L.A. and you're shooting a movie. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, so we already shot.
6: Um, we we actually shot a little bit ago. Um, so it's All-Star Weekend. My dad wrote and directed and produced and starred. He did everything.
2: Um, Was that fun working with him or No. No, it was super fun.
6: I've worked with him one other time, but, you know, he's a professional comedian, so, like, he's cracking all these jokes constantly, and I am trying not to break character, because
2: he's hilarious. And so I'm like, Dad, like, you need to cool it with the jokes so I can get through the scene. Oh, that's <laughs> um, fun. That's really funny. I'd love to do that. I worked with my dad, but he wasn't that funny. <laughs> um, so, um, what's the movie about? What is the movie about, Corinne? It's, um, I'm not sure if
6: you really said what it's about, but it's about um, two guys who are making their way to the All-Star Weekend basketball game and kind of all these different antics that they go through to get there. And I'm one of the characters that they they meet along their journey. Oh, that's fun.
2: That's funny. Yeah. Corinne, I understand your love for um, modeling and entertainment, but there's other areas in life that are very important to you as well. Girl Up, and Namby. Can you tell us what each organization is and what they do? Yeah, so um, yeah, I think philanthropy is a huge part of my
6: life, and I've de- definitely dedicated myself to, um, to- two really amazing organizations. One is Girl Up and their United Nations Foundation that um, really specialize in teaching young women in America how to support other young women.
5: Um, So
6: it's really great. They work a lot with like high schoolers and they give them all the tools and the resources and the knowledge to support um, young women in different countries and it's really fantastic. So um, I work with them. And then I also work with NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. I'm an ambassador for them. um, And really what I've been trying to do is just destigmatize mental illness and I have anxiety and um, I've been just anything that NAMI needs me to do, um, I just offered myself to them. So it's been great and and I, I love both organizations
2: so, so dearly and Corinne a lot of young people like I hear this a lot honestly because my kids are well my youngest now is 29 but um even when they were going through college or getting ready for college or going through high school anxiety and depression seems like it's really rearing its ugly head now or maybe people just didn't talk about it when I was a kid I don't think they and I'm about very it. young I'm not really that young but um th- I didn't I didn't remember hearing this. I didn't have people talking to me about they had bad anxiety
3: or depression. There wasn't a language for it, though. People just figured they didn't have language for it to identify what's anxiety, what's depression. They just know. And, and, and it usually starts, I think, surfacing early 20s. What are you th- working with them?
2: Corinne,
6: what do you think? Um, well, honestly, one in five Americans like suffer from some type of mental illness. So mm-hmm. It's very, it's <clears throat> very prevalent. But um, yeah, I think that hopefully it's becoming less stigmatized and people are coming out about it and it's becoming an issue that people feel comfortable talking about it. It definitely used to be something that people would um, use, you know, the terrible buzzwords, you're crazy, or people, you know, were really scared of of coming forth with it. And now hopefully we've changed the conversation a little bit. Um, But yeah, definitely going into college, um, a lot of mental health issues start between the ages of 14 and 24 right. so you really see it a lot with young people because um, that's just kind of the time that it really emerges
0: okay right well you know uh, gail said that there wasn't a language for it but there actually was when you think about it acting out mm. when oh, i yeah. was growing right. up yeah yeah that's true let right. me f- let me finish when i was growing up you're acting out you want attention you're looking to be noticed when actually i had ADD. Right. Right. Growing up in school, yeah. I would literally sit there and look out the window and just, you know, not pay attention. And they called me a dreamer and this and that. But I was acting out if I did anything like that.
2: Right. Right. Um, and and a lot of it now, Corinne, when you when you talk to young people or when you talk, you were just on the floor of Congress, right? Yeah, we uh, we went to the Senate and and
6: Congress and uh, we were we were. Uh, kind of trying to just educate everyone on mental health and making sure they keep it a priority for the health care bill
2: that's going on still. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, do you go to schools or do you go to universities? Do you speak about it, you know, live with, with other people?
6: I haven't spoken about it. I went to USC. I already graduated. Um, but I haven't actually, like, spoke at, at an event or anything. Um, I would absolutely love to. But um, no, I haven't. I just kind of work as an ambassador
2: and whatever NAMI needs me to do, I show up and I'm like, okay, let's do it. Oh, that's awesome! And I there were some statistics that you that I pulled off your site. I want you to go over those with me because like the, the suicide thing blew my mind.
0: Oh my god! The tenth you know, leading cause
2: of death in
0: oh, the U.S.
2: Yeah. That's insane yeah. to me. Yeah, that's
0: really disturbing. It's becoming Very more disturbing, disturbing too. Yeah,
6: I mean, I think that just comes from, you know, the fear, I mean, of, of talking about, you know, issues or things that you're going through. And that's, you know, hopefully what we're trying to prevent with everything we're doing is, you know, keep talking about it. Make it something that people can talk about so that they
2: don't feel it all bottled up inside and like that's, you know, an option. Right. Do you think that... Um The internet, Facebook and all the cyber out there has a lot to do with people's depression, anxiety, feeling isolated or that their life isn't the best. How do you feel about that?
6: Yeah, I actually wrote about it in an article for Refinery29, but um, our generation, you know, that's kind of what we base our whole, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, like, self-worth on is is how many Instagram likes you got or how many followers you have, and everyone posts, you know, their best day on social media. You never see people's bad days, and so you can feel super isolated, like, am I the only one having a bad day today? Because Mm -hmm. everyone seems to be at the beach and doing
3: this and loving life all the time right right Um, it's true if you're sad don't launch facebook don't do it everybody's doing something fabulous i know so
2: so do you in in your group of friends or in, in your your age group obviously you've grown up with this you've been looking at the internet for the last 20 years basically and you find do you find that a lot that's a big push on this um, yeah, I mean, I definitely do. And I, I try to be as candid as I can. I
6: posted a few posts and just wrote like, today, I was anxious, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I just try to be more candid, because I do see the effects that it has on people it can be really, you know, very
2: damaging and, and a hurtful place. Right, right. I wonder, in my mind, I think about this, I wonder if people are in the you know the younger people are stepping away from medications and trying to find more holistic things to do or talking it out or or going to therapy because um you know it seemed like back in the day whenever you didn't feel right the doctor was really quick to prescribe you something Mm -hmm. and i'd like to see that stop they still are yeah yeah it, it definitely is Um, an issue with
6: making that maybe the first method of treatment sometimes you know with psychosis and things like that um it it really is very beneficial but I personally like holistic methods so I meditate and exercise and you know try to avoid any type of medication so right um, I definitely think it's becoming more um less and less you know
2: the first line of treatment is medication, which is, which is great. Right. I love that. And you know what you said, exercise. And honestly, Corinne, I mean, everybody has anxiety at some point or another, but I, when I feel anxiety coming on, that's the first thing I do is I hit the gym. Because if that you just have to. I just have to get it out of myself. I have to walk it out, or, or run, or lift. I that's the first thing. And I think that um, people are so sedentary now because of the internet. They're sitting in front of their computers and are on their phones, and they're not making the conscious effort to get into the gym or
3: engage with people too. Right. Yeah.
6: Well, I mean, the endorphins really, like on a bio, like physical level, they really do change. The, the chemistry of what's going on in your brain and and like literally it's it's making you feel better not just you know it's right. actually like physically making
2: yeah it better. but all, yeah mentally and physically actually and yeah. you have younger siblings right yeah I have two sisters and do you talk do you talk to them or are they like get away from us you're the bigger sister <laughs> <laughs> you you don't know, we don't want to listen to you leave us <laughs> alone um, I, I mean, I don't talk
6: to them. they are still little. They're only eight and nine. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, but they, what I do is that they do get to see me do all of this stuff. So I think they're growing up and knowing that, you know, it's okay if you ever, you know, feel this way. And, you know, there's ways to fix it. And um, so I think just having them see me be so open and candid
2: and... So, like that I feel, I hope I'm making
6: an impression.
2: On oh, I'm them. sure you, you know, that, brought, that reason I asked that my daughter, like I said, is 29. When she was in fourth grade, she would come home from school and go, Mom, for some reason, and I won't say the little girl's name, every day at lunch, she gets sick. And I'm like, what? She's like, every day at lunch, she gets sick. And I listened to this for a couple weeks. So we went to parent-teacher conference. And I said to the teacher, did you know she leaves the room every day at lunch? Because my daughter said she's ill. I don't know what the problem is. She was going in the bathroom and purging because her older sisters told her she was fat. Oh. That's horrible. horrible. That is just horrible. <sighs> right. Wow. So I wonder, you know, how little that starts. It's You're, early. Yeah. It's early. You're creating, you don't see any of your, your little sisters worrying about anything like that, right?
6: No. thank Thank God, no. They're... They don't, but I mean, I know it
2: starts at a super young age, and that, that story is like, you know, horrifying. I know it's devastating because her mother actually had no clue of it when they addressed it to her mother, and I felt really bad. But you know, I needed to say something. I need no, I,
6: thank God. Oh, that's,
3: you that's, know, that's it
2: probably saved her a lot of like damage long, long term. Hopefully, they caught it early. So, what is next for you? Like, what, what are you looking forward to? Because now you're out of college. And yes. you've got a, a degree in PR, and you yes. work with Nambi, which is wonderful, and you work with Girl Up, which is amazing. Awesome. So, what do you what do you really want to concentrate on? Like, what is your real big gig that you want to do? Um, so, I,
6: I do acting and modeling, you know, like um, pretty pretty regularly. But I just launched my own website, Foxtails. Um, so that's what I've been spending like so much time. on. It working looks great.
2: On. It's beautiful. Yeah.
6: Looks yeah, great. so that's a really big, um, big, big element of what I do every day is um, being a businesswoman, I guess. That's awesome. And you love to write, right? You are you really get yeah, into I'm it. A, yeah, I'm a writer. That's where it kind of all started from is, like, I wanted a place for all of my writing. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, like, grown into something way bigger. Um, but... Yes, I love to write. It was something I've always loved to do.
2: And that's fun. That was fun for me to go on it because, A, it's beautiful. Whoever did it with you, it's gorgeous. And you have real talk. And that's what our show is. From day one, I said, "I, I don't want this to turn into a TMZ or a Hollywood Tonight. This is real talk. You know, we get real opinions. We want to get real stories. And we want to get everybody involved. And I thought, oh, my gosh, she had the same thing. I think that's great. And I love the fact that she has it at her age. Yeah, it's great. So do you have people write in? I'm sorry. Do you have people write into you? I do.
6: I have a lot of submissions, um, but real talk really came from the idea. Like I have access to so many like amazing people. Mm -hmm. Um, I either family friends or just, I get to meet great people every day, um, kind of because of my circumstance. And so I was like, I get to hear so many inspirational, amazing, great advice, great stories. And I'm like, I need to share this with my followers, with the people who are interested in what I have to say. And so that's where kind of real talk started. So that I was like, I'm just going to let people get access to these amazing people that I know. That's Um, really great.
3: You're really awesome. That's awesome. That's wonderful because a lot of times it's not just about clothes and shoes. It's about deeper issues and you're helping people, which you should – your parents must be so proud of you. You're really out there helping and that is – That's success, honey. That is really success. That is just awesome. But I have to bring this up, too. Now, Sherry Poe, who's a very dear friend
2: of yours and a dear friend of ours, told me that your mother is one tough mother. (laughs) Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, she is.
6: She's just, like, the smartest person in the whole wide world. She's, like, an accountant, and she's just, like, beyond beyond
2: smart i i've been awe for every day <laughs> yeah you know what sherry's like you got Karen. first of all i sent a shirt a one tough mother shirt for you to sherry's house and um i said well you know you don't have to be a mother to be one tough mother it's all about you that's why it's the you but i said oh shoot i wish i'd known that i would have sent one to connie that's your mom's name right yeah and um she's like yeah karen believe me she's one tough mother <laughs> she keeps it together <laughs> and i'm like wow and besides the fact that she was military and that's Kind of my background yeah. so i was uh-huh. excited about that
6: yeah so, she, she's uh she's definitely
2: tough well we'll get mail manager mom that's my tough mother at home who's 80 who does all my mailings we'll get her to drop a shirt in the mail for and your it's gonna smell of bounce yeah my mom <laughs> my mom has a stigma <laughs> about putting every shirt in the dryer with bounce before she packs it. I think that's great I though. I do too. Nice softness to it. Well I'm excited for you. I'm excited for what's coming next for you. You've got a, a great start and a great level head and if you need advice we're here for you. There, between the three of us. We have Hundred and fifty years of advice. <laughs>
3: Hundred fifty years of advice to give you. Yeah, we're not counting. We're really yeah, not counting. <laughs> yeah.
2: But um, we'd be happy to to help you in any way. And um, we look forward to meeting you. We're going to be out in L.A. at some point, and we're going to hang out with you. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you, Sherry. It was. I mean, Sherry. I'm sorry. Thank you, Corinne. It was wonderful, wonderful having you on. Your parents are very lucky. They did something very good for you. And I hope you're. Very, I wish you all the success in the world. Absolutely. Um, Thank you, guys. This is
6: awesome. I'm so happy. Like, this is great what you guys are doing. This show is fantastic. So I'm going to keep following and listening. And um, I can't wait to meet in person.
3: Oh, back at at you. Keep up the good work. Oh, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. I have one thing. I heard, this is Tough Mother Lisa, you are a pizza connoisseur. As am I. So when you come to New York, oh, Corinne, my God. you must let us know, and we are going to bring you a pizza from Baggio's, which you will flip over. My I favorite mean, absolutely in flip. the world. Every time, I gained 10 pounds because Karen comes over and has to have the pie. Every <laughs> time. So you're going to love it.
6: Okay, I'm. I love pizza, so I will be
2: the judge. Oh, you, okay. yeah, you yeah. are you, did, you, did, you,
0: did you just call me out? Did you
2: just, <laughs> I think I, she just did. I'm not
0: okay. calling you out.
2: Just saying, I, I, I accept. <laughs> yeah. I accept. We'll take you right to Baggio's. He'll die. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's he is <laughs> awesome. So yeah, we'll have a wonderful day. And thank you again. Thank you for your time, and thank you for everything that you do. Of course. Thank you, guys. Bye, Corinne. Bye, Bye. Corinne. Bye, Bye. Corinne. We'll be right back with One Tough Mother and Lisa's Got Headaches and Headlines. Mother's Headaches and Headlines,
0: sponsored by Samsung Galaxy S8.
5: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. The One Tough Mother Podcast.
1: Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you.
2: And we're back, and we've got Tough Mother Lisa, and she's got Tough Mother's Headlines and
0: Headaches, sponsored by Samsung Galaxy S8. You know what their tagline is? I love it. Unbox your phone.
2: I want an 8. I I have the edge. We're
0: going to get you an 8. You need an 8. Okay, so... (laughs) Did you want an A2 kill? Yes. Uh, Yes, she's like, yeah. yeah. Okay, so a couple of real serious things. Sinead O'Connor had posted last week a very disturbing 12-minute video about her battle with mental illness and being suicidal. She is now safe and surrounded by loved ones, according to a Facebook post. She asked for this post to be up because she was concerned for her fans who were concerned for her. I won't respond to any questions, so please understand. I hope this comforts those of you who were concerned. She was seen crying in the video when she recorded it, and she was actually in a travel lodge in Hackensack, New Jersey. She was right by me. Right by us, yeah. Described her toxic battle with three different mental illnesses, saying, I'm fighting and fighting and fighting to stay alive every day. For two years, my entire life has revolved around just not dying, and that's just not living. Right. She's I right. mean, really. You know, we all know her from years ago
2: mm-hmm. with, you know, no one compares to you. She had that hidden. It was super sad watching it. Lisa and I watched it together, the yeah. video, and it was super sad. And I was like, let's get in the car <laughs> and go. Yeah, we want to see if we can. Yeah, it's. Uh, it was super sad. I didn't, I, I'm I glad that y- they found her and she's with family. But
3: I think a lot of people don't understand uh, the depth of what it means to have mental illness. A lot of people think it's. Oh, well, yeah. Just get over it. Cheer up. It's not that bad. People don't understand. They the, don't the depth of it. It is really, really a battle. They really don't. It is really, really and a you know battle. What? You're
2: right. I hear that. You hear that all the time. Oh, you know, she's got to get out of her own way. And oh, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. No,
3: I mean, I've had I've had bouts of depression and anxiety. Yep. And it's it's an everyday. Challenge because sometimes it's it's you feel the clouds rolling in and you say to yourself if I run fast enough right maybe it won't catch me this mm-hmm. time right I couldn't get out of bed yeah yeah I could
0: not get out of bed everybody knows I had to take three months off from work this mm-hmm. this year this year Jan Feb March okay anyway um, let's talk about Google this is all over the place Google wow. fires engineer who wrote a memo. Questioning women in the technology industry. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Google fired software engineer James Damore for writing an internal memo questioning the company's diversity efforts that the low number of women in tech positions was a result of biological differences instead of discrimination. I'm sorry, discrimination. Called Google's ideological echo chamber. Here's the basic gist of it. The reasons there are not more gender diversity in tech is not because of unconscious biases, but rather Strong biological differences between sexes. Women, the author writes, have a stronger interest in people rather than things, which leads to them preferring jobs in social or artistic areas. They are also more agreeable. So that means a trait that leads women to generally having a harder time negotiating salary, asking for raises, speaking up and leading. He said he wrote the memo in the hope of having an honest discussion about how the company had an intolerance for ideologies that do not fit into what he believed were its left-leaning biases. He will likely be pursuing legal action. Let me just say I have been in sales for most of my career. Do not tell me I cannot negotiate a deal, I cannot ask for a raise, and I think as evident in this podcast with the three of us, Tough Mother Karen, Tough Mother Gail, Tough Mother Lisa, We all know how to speak our minds and speak up.
2: You know, it's funny that you say that. Lisa, you were the number one salesperson in New York for the longest time. And then the other thing is, how old is he? Real quick,
0: does it Uh, say? If he's even 30. I saw his picture. It's interesting how this
4: guy knows me so well. And he's 30. May I? Um... You know who better than a software engineer to discuss the differences between men and women? I mean, um, he's clearly yeah, yeah. an expert. Seth,
2: right, Seth. Go right. ahead. Tough mother. Seth has something to say. Let me tell you something.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's, when you see software engineer, then I'm checked out. I don't care. Right. What. <laughs> thank right. you. Tell me thank about you. software. Yeah. Engineering. <laughs> to, to talk I'm in. to me about my. Yeah.
3: Thank, yes. Thank, real, thank you. That's
4: ridiculous. And do not
3: <laughs> ever have the balls to step to me about what I my potential is ever right right and the funny part about it is you got to see this it's everywhere this guy writes this
2: long memo calling out women of every sort oh my god. and he he's everywhere it's like amazing and then you see his picture and you're lisa's like look here's his picture i was like oh he literally i
0: swear to <laughs> god he looks a
2: little like mark
4: zuckerberg he does <laughs> Of course. Well, let's just be there clear. There you go. <laughs> He's, but he is no Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> clearly. Oh my but, God. But well, Google now gets all this press off of that. So you almost sometimes you can't even believe these things are oh, true. Oh yeah. Oh, you, you think know it's what I mean? plants? Actually. Sometimes it can. It, it can be. Who's to tell what's real and what's not? Well, I don't know. They're
0: VP mm. of Diversity Integrity. And Governance Danielle Brown had to send a memo to all the employees, and in her notes said, I found that it advanced incorrect assumptions about gender. I'm not going to link to it here, as it's not a viewpoint. Mm-hmm. That I or this company endorses, promotes, or engages, or encourages. So There's more
4: promotion about how great of a co- exactly. company Google is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. To your point. Okay. Yeah, to your you well, ready for the next one? Bye, Felicia. Yes. Serena Williams. Childbirth will make me a real mother. Now, I just thought that... We, there's everybody in this room can speak to this. Serena and fiancé Alexis Ahanigan will welcome their first child in September. She has said, "I have so much respect for so many women for giving birth. I'm about to be a real woman now. Hmm. You know, it's going to be something incredibly impressive to go through." She was immediately ripped by online readers. "What a ridiculous comment! I am not less of a woman because I don't have children." Someone tweeted, "You don't have to have children to be a real woman. How shallow!" She even admitted that she's worried how it will affect her game. That's mm-hmm. the scariest thing, she said. But I think giving birth will give me more strength, if that's possible, and a lot more confidence, she said. I feel I will be ready for anything. I can't, I have to say, I I feel bad for her. This is how she that's, feels. That's,
3: thank you. I, That's, that's her opinion about mm-hmm. what it's going to do for her. Exactly. I don't feel slighted by it. Neither do it's, I, and I don't because, have children. Right, and I don't have children either. Karen's. So she's done and it you know four what? times, and she's tough as hell. But exactly. So, but it's, you know what, Karen can't talk about this because she has kids. <laughs> yes, except. That, but let me tell
0: you something about how that
3: worked. <laughs> I got something to tell you about how I did that. Exactly. No, it's a, I mean, giving birth is a it's a huge physical thing, absolutely. But I don't think she was saying if you she, she wasn't saying if you don't have children, you don't know what it's like to be a real woman. It's a rite of passage for her. Thank
0: you for. for her does
2: not she never said all women she said me exactly and i agree with both of you on that when lisa brought me the story we were talking about it i was like who cares it's her opinion it's her opinion so it's her right of passage okay a
0: little we're gonna lighten it up a little bit before we go right back melissa rivers holding nothing back on her book on her mom joan rivers everything to laugh with and cry about is in the soon to be book joan rivers confidential Hmm. subtitle the unseen scrapbooks Joke cards, personal files, and photos of a very funny woman who kept everything. She was supposedly quite the hoarder. Oh, wow. Really? Yep. Co authors are daughter Melissa Rivers and Jones' PR buddy Scott Curie. They report everything from childhood insecurities, where um, Melissa says parents hated me. Like when I was born, I was ugly. After the doctor slapped me, then the nurses took a shot for my first <laughs> <part."> <laughs> I love that line. I know. Look. My first birthday present was luggage, not <laughs> bath toys. They gave me a toaster and a radio for instead of bath toys. My oh, childhood to
4: throw in the bath. Yeah, that's exactly. because, that's we got it,
0: Good. Thank
4: yeah. you for clarifying.
0: My childhood memory was about them loosening the wheels on my stroller. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give it to her. She she's well. remaining true to what her mom would have wanted. So I don't want really to
4: interrupt you ladies, but I got to meet her a couple of years ago. I went to record at her house. Oh, oh cool. really? And she was the nicest woman. And yeah. one of the nicest celebrities I've ever met. I've met a lot. And mm-hmm. she, she was, couldn't be more uh, uh, more of a hostess. And she gave us she gave me a scarf to give to my mother. Oh, yeah. She was super cool. Yeah. Was she a hoarder? <laughs> <met her. laughs> she, a, she had such a big place. She had plenty of places to hide yeah, the right? stuff. So I didn't see any
3: of it. Yeah. Look, she was she was ahead of the game. Oh, my I God. I mean, what a tough, tough, tough Yeah, mother she was. was We miss you, Joan.
0: Okay, so celebrities who've opened up about mental illness. This this is such a prevalent topic uh, lately. Mm -hmm. About one in five adults are affected by mental illness in the United States every year, according to the National Alliance on Mental Illness. That's 43.8 million people. Amongst them are Prince Harry. Said he didn't deal with his mother's death for 20 years, resulting in anxiety of public appearances Mm -hmm. and other things. And I was like... Princess Di has been dead for 20 years. That just blows yeah, my mind. Yeah, she, she kept yeah. saying, has it been 20 years? Yeah. Are you sure has it's been 20 years? Chrissy Teigen, postpartum depression. She said, I had everything I needed to be happy, and for that I was unhappy. I had no appetite, and getting out of bed was painful. Lena Dunham, the girls, actress, and writer battles with OCD and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Poor little Selena Gomez. Not only does she have lupus, but one of the side effects of lupus is anxiety, right. panic attacks, and depression. Mm-hmm. So all of you people that are quick to judge out there. And then Kerry Washington, Gail and I have a love affair with silently because of scandal. She's the star. She plays She's Olivia awesome. Pope. Kerry Washington sees a therapist. Now, here's about as dumb it down you can get. I say that publicly because I think it's really important to take the stigma away of seeing a therapist. My brain and my heart are really important to me. Why wouldn't I seek help to have these things be as healthy as my teeth? Mm-hmm. I go to a dentist, so why not a shrink?
2: Can Unbelievable. Get, well, that's right. What a
3: great comment that that's was It. she Absolutely had. right. It's it, get the help, get the support. And it really does help. It's not some not a friend, you know, not your mom, but somebody that's going to be objective to listen to what's going on with you. It's, it's a safe place to be, a safe place to land. We should all have it. Just like here. And let me tell you, my therapist, Art, oh,
0: he calls BS on everything. He knows me like a book, which is why I love him. Right. Oh no, Lisa! That no, right. no,
3: come right, on, right, no. right,
2: and you know what? They have tools. They have tools that yeah. your mom, your best friend, right, uh, your sister, brother. They they have tools to help you get through things that, that not common people have. So,
3: but it's also really important, really, really important to understand the type of therapy you're getting into, mm-hmm. and to make sure you interview a therapist really well because not everybody's going to be talk therapy. Some people need cognitive behavioral therapy. So do your homework. Absolutely. Do your homework. Okay, and if you don't.
0: Or cannot afford a therapist.
3: There are some apps now out there to help
0: you track and manage your anxiety. One is called My Mood Tracker. It's $9.99. $9.99, that is. It's a little pricier than others, but this app's ability to track your prescriptions, pain levels, and menstrual cycles in addition to your moods makes it worth the splurge. Plus, it lets you back up all your data easily and export it to a spreadsheet if that's your style, which is phenomenal if you were really, really struggling. There's another one called Worry Watch Anxiety for $1.99. This one is especially helpful for figuring out your anxiety triggers, which is something oh. I could use. You'll log something that's worrying you and check back later to see whether or not it ended up being as bad as you imagined. That's a good one. Right, Great. Yeah, cool, right. right. We right? just want to, she's always got great tips. I know. We want to help people here. Yeah. One more, and I'm done. Mind Shift, which is free. We love free. Free. This app was created by the Anxiety Disorders Association of British Columbia. It helps you track your specific anxiety symptoms and gives you strategies for overcoming any unhelpful thought patterns, which
2: we all know the mind just goes. Worry about things goes. half the time. It never even comes to fruition. Absolutely. So Tough Mother's Headaches and Headlines, Lisa, who who brought those to us this time? That
0: was Samsung Galaxy S8. Unbox your phone
2: yeah, we send me one. I'll unbox it. <laughs> I'll unbox it for She'll you. She'll unbox <laughs> it. She'll
0: display it. She'll put it in the box. She'll take it out of the box. She'll unbox it as many times as you need.
2: So we're going to take a little break right here. Thank you, um, Lisa, for those. They were great. great and Lisa. you want to check back on our site. I'll list those little apps that she had so that you can go there and go to com and look, and then um, you can find the little apps. Absolutely. As well as... Go on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn,
0: Twitter. You can find us, hashtag OTM, hashtag OneToughMother. And everything on OneToughMother.com will be there for you to read about these little apps.
2: Okay, we'll be right back.
5: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you.
2: And we're back. Thank you for listening to the One Tough Mother Show. And we're here with One Tough Mother Lisa. Hello there. One Tough Mother Gail. Hi. And Tough Mother Mail is
0: sponsored by Go Girl. Don't take life sitting down. More about that later. (laughs) Go ahead,
3: Gail. Okay, the first one we've got is from June, and she says, Dear OTM, my question is about my boys, age 9 and 10. My boys are typical brothers. They get along, they argue, they roughhouse, and they fight physically. If it's serious, they'll pound on each other, tears, scratch marks and all, with me yelling for them to stop or physically pulling them apart. But all of this is... But all is back to normal afterwards. I've recently given up pulling them apart, though. I've taken to the let them fight it out route. I'll say, you two want to pound on each other? Whatever. Go ahead. Figure it out. Do you think this is, dam- is a damaging strategy?
2: Well, as the mother of three sons that were very close in age, you know, at first, let me tell you, I jumped on my high horse on this one. I'm like, what? Why she's letting them fight it out? And then I went back in my mind a few years and you become so absolutely frustrated with pulling these kids apart, constantly screaming, constantly yelling. It, it just, you don't know what to do. So I looked it up. I looked up online what psychologists oh, think you, you should do in this situation, just because yeah, she did. I, yeah. yeah. This, so I looked at it. They said, as long as there's nothing physical going on, let them let them work it out themselves, or try to let them work it out themselves. Once it becomes physical, which is what's happening in this email, mm-hmm. he's they're pounding each other, scratching each other, screaming. You have to set them apart and teach them that bullying and hitting is no way acceptable anywhere. Right. They can't go out into the world thinking if they get really pissed off, they're going to be able to pound somebody. That's
3: right, exactly. Yeah.
2: And set sons. Advice. What do you think?
4: And I had an older brother, so okay, uh, go ahead. I got beat up a little bit. Well, you can't because God forbid one of them really gets hurt. I mean, yeah. that can take it to the next level. So you know, they're going to have their scraps anyway, and they're going to be—you're not always going to be there. Once the kids get a little older, you're not going to be on them twenty-four-seven. They might be in the backyard or something, and they just have to know that you know you're brothers and they get, there's a limit to you know what you can do to each other. Agreed. And I don't know, maybe this is this would be a little controversial, but I mean, she might not need to slap them once or twice too. To, 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 you know? Yeah. You know what? I'm sorry, but place. I come from the old yeah. school.
2: I mean, like my my <laughs> thought is old school. At some point, reasoning with your kid doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, either you know you take something away, you put them in their room Gotta forever, and when they're little, little like small, it's not. I don't think it's bad to swat them on the butt.
4: Well, I'm going through that now, and I, we don't put up with them hitting each other. This no. is not acceptable.
0: No, no, no. And the other thing I might say is in the um, in the age of bullying, as mm-hmm. they go, if it's starting out in the home among siblings, it's definitely going to seep out
2: into society, into the schools.
3: And you don't want that to happen. No, we've got enough of that going on right now. Right. If
2: they think it's acceptable to pound on your brother, isn't it acceptable to pound on anybody else? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I understand it completely. I've been there. Believe me when I tell you, I have been there. And um, as long as they're not hitting, once it gets to hitting, once it's gotten to that level, they need to be separated. They need to be spoken to and nothing can be tolerated as far as hitting each other.
3: It's about socializing them to how to be acceptable adults in the world, right? Right, right, right. It's job of a parent. Okay. Well, good luck, June. Let us know how you do. All right, next one. All right, this is from Ringless. Hello, mothers. I have a question. My boyfriend and I have been together for six years, and he hasn't proposed to me yet. What's wrong with him? I want to get married really bad, and he acts like it's no big deal. Over the last six years, I've watched friend after friend get engaged, then married, and it's embarrassing that I'm not either yet. My girlfriends ask me all the time, what's up with him? I have tried having the talk. I've shown him rings, cut out pictures of rings. We've even had huge blowout fights during the holidays because I did not get a ring. I have even threatened to leave him if he doesn't put a ring on it. Still nothing. How can I get him to stop this game and get moving? I love him, and he's a super great guy. He tells me all the time I'm the only one for him, and when I ask him if that's true, why doesn't he marry me? He says, he'll do it when he's ready. What about me? I'm ready now. Oh, boy. I swear he has a problem. What do you think? Ringless. Ringless, can I just jump, Gail? Go. Honey, if you have to ask, that is the answer, honey. That is the answer, okay? If you've got to ask and continue to ask, That's the answer. He's kind of saying, no. It's six years. You guys may may not agree with me, but it's six years. If you want to get a ring on it, then you need to go find somebody else, because this one doesn't look like he's coming along for the ride.
0: I couldn't have said it any better. I have nothing to add.
3: No, I I agree with (laughs)
2: Gail. Wow. Seth, how do you feel about that
3: as a Uh, guy?
4: Well, you know, every situation, is different. I'm just thinking different things that, you know, could be true what you're saying. But also... Maybe like the pressuring guys don't want to be pressured no, they into don't. something. Six so years,
2: Seth, come on. But every she situation is
4: different, right? All, right? all right, all right. So either a, you know, like just Seth's not married. <laughs> right, I'm not, and she's not pressuring me to get married either. But we, I, don't, yeah, we I, will get married. But just either just just enjoy and love him. Just enjoy and love your relationship. You don't have to get married to show. It sounds like she wants to show her friends or exactly show everybody oh, else. Oh, good takes pressure. Yeah, yeah Right. Pressure. Instead of like she's enjoying. He loves. She loves him. He's a great guy. So love him and let him be a great guy. And it'll happen on its
3: own, so yeah, you know, but, but, or just get knocked but, up. But, one but you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, oh my God, he's compounding that. Just no, no, don't listen to that. Again. Why not? Because, what? What do you mean? Why not? Why not? Because having a baby is never a reason that they're know, in love. They love each other, honey. It's beautiful. That's thing. blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Seth, for
2: hold that, hold that hold commentary, and I loved it.
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right, Ringless, if you, but seriously, if you want to get married, then you're going to have to really rethink this, I think. I, I, I happen to agree
2: with her, Seth. I'm sorry.
3: This one is from Maddie. I'm a junior in high school, and ever since I started dating about a year ago, my mom has increasingly inappropriate and flirtatiousness with my boyfriends. Her and my dad got got a divorce when I was 12. He left her for a woman 14 years younger that he worked with, and mom had a very rough time getting over it. Since then, she seems to be seeking out male attention whenever, wherever she can get it. She's gotten hair extensions, shopped for clothes to make her look younger and goes out clubbing all the time. She even tries to talk to me about her nights out the next morning by saying you'll never believe what this guy said or how this guy acted. I completely don't want to hear it. Mom tells me she likes them young and alive, which is so freaking gross, and she gets mad if I tell her to grow up. For God's sake, she's 47, but can't easily, she can easily pass for 38, and loves to trick the young guys into thinking that she's still young. I thought maybe she was just going through something like menopause, but lately she's been getting worse. She's just a little too flirty and close to my current boyfriend of six months, and it's making both him and I uncomfortable. She wears low-cut tops when she knows he's coming over and loves to bend over in front of him. Her actions are changing the way I feel about her. I'm losing total respect for her as my mother, and I'm disgusted that she thinks what she's doing is harmless. In fact, she says the only problem is me and that I'm jealous. How do I tell her that she's crossed the line without destroying what relationship we have left? I love mom a lot, but I hate the way she's acting.
2: Oh boy, this one is an, and you know what? I'm gonna say this right off the top. We're a judgment-free zone here. We don't judge people. I don't know what she's going through, but it's really damaging to your relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry for you, Maddie, that this is happening. She needs to have someone, or you need to go to someone in her life, her your grandmother, her mother, or her sister, or a close friend. And have them talk to her about this because this can damage your relationship yeah. for a long long time
0: just to point out something her husband left her for someone 14 years younger. exactly mm-hmm. so she's hurting yeah and this is to me because I've seen it happen to other people is just to it sounds like a cry for retention she just mm-hmm. wants attention because her self-esteem is shot you know, when yeah. you're you're left for somebody, well, a breakup is hard enough. Then having a breakup when your husband goes for somebody fourteen years younger, yeah. so now you're struggling to say, "Well, I still look beautiful. I still am beautiful." Right, right. And deep down, I don't
3: think she wants to hurt her daughter. She doesn't know, but I'm sure. it's coming
0: out that way.
3: Well, I think the other thing is, is she's she's still this. She's Maddie's mother, right? And oh, no, I, she yes. right, and so she should actually be if she wants to do the attention seeking. Let Maddie's people be off limits.
0: Exactly. I, I get it. You
3: know, and I don't, I think Maddie, you can probably, if you probably take a deep breath, put a little honey on your tongue when you sit down to talk to your mom and say, mom, you're my mother and I love you. And this, when you do this, this is how it makes me feel. Right. And maybe, hopefully, she'll be able to hear you. It may not curb her behavior when she goes out clubbing. Um, But as long as you don't have to see it, Mm -hmm. let her work that out. But just say, please, my friends and my relationships are off limits to your behavior because this is how it makes me feel.
2: Right. And at your age, Maddie, it's hard for you to understand this at our age or, you know, even a little bit older than you. We understand It's all in the delivery. Mm -hmm. It's all in the delivery. It's how you sit down and talk to her about it. I mean, be sincere about it. We know it's hurting you, and I'm sure you're very angry about it, and you want to lash out at her. However, she's going through something that you don't understand yet, and we don't even know if we understand exactly what she's going through. I've never had this thought process in my head but then I'm not her right so she says clearly in your letter she had a very difficult time getting over the divorce after your father left her for someone much younger Mm -hmm. so she's got issues that she needs to clarify and she needs to address them so if you sit down with her just you know be as kind as you can be try to be you know, try to lead her towards getting help. Maybe she should see right.
0: someone. I was just going to say right. that this whole show has been about therapy and healing the mind healing and the, mind. the heart.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe they
2: could go together. Right. That That's
3: actually, that's actually a, a really good yes, idea. Excellent yeah.
2: idea. So maybe, yeah, maybe address it like that. You know, Mom, I think we have a rift. Let's go speak to someone together. You know, just, again... If you want to write to us and what your delivery is going to be or we can, call, you know, we can you. help you out. Yeah. It, but um, it is all in the delivery with this one. It really is. And we feel bad. I'm sorry that you have to go through this.
3: And hopefully when you're talking to her, it's coming from a place of love. She'll hear it. And this is our last one for the day. And this is from Sad Senior. Dear one tough mother, I'm a senior in high school. I dated this great guy for more than a year. He broke up with me a couple of weeks ago and he's already seeing another girl. I know I will, I will get over this, but it's just so hard. I have a class with him, and it hurts me to see him every day. I see his Facebook posts of them doing the things we used to do and them hugging and kissing her. I want to get over him, but how she ruined my world. I hate her, and I want this hurt to go away. He was my everything. I gave him my all, and now I don't have him. I have no one to turn to. What am I supposed to do? Sad senior. Oh, that's really
2: sad. Heartbreak is so sad, especially at, in, in that high age. Yeah. Well, you first know, any one. age, but it, that's the first one really just drops you. What do you think, Leith?
0: I honestly think the best thing she can do, as hard as it is, is to move on and forget. And just know your worth. No, it's not you. And take this as a sign that he's not the one for you. Mm -hmm. He's not going to make you happy eventually. There's somebody else out there that's better for you instead of latching on to, he was my world, he was everything to me. Obviously, something was amiss. So look at it as, you know what? He wasn't everything to me. There's somebody else out there better for me because we've all been there. And I just think that will help her. And no matter what you do, honey, don't pick up that phone right right no don't no, call. Yeah. no no calling no calling no texting no nothing
3: and Facebook I mean right didn't we just discuss we just this? had that th- don't launch it maybe you just block him so you don't see it yeah block um, him until you get over Until you get over it yeah so he doesn't he doesn't show up in your feed that's this way you don't see what he's doing and you concentrate on healing yourself and the other thing that you're saying is she ruined your world I hate her this has got nothing to do with her honey okay it's got nothing to do with her He's the one that decided to make these changes. She's got nothing to do with it. So just separate it. That's what we do to each other. A lot of times women blame other women. He, he had a choice. He right. A choice.
2: He made mm-hmm. his choice and it's, it's clear. And um, I know how you feel, but you're right. It has nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. It was his choice. Sad Senior, let us know how you're doing and, and get back to us if you want. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, Lisa's got quick hits. They're really great, and you're going to want to hear them. You're listening to The One Tough Mother Show.
5: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And we're back. Okay, Lisa, what do you got? You got some
0: quick hits? I got quick hits today sponsored by Go Girl. Don't take life sitting down. So let's do the hits and then I'll tell you all about Go Girl. So some of the quickies. Andy Sandberg and his wife Joanna. Welcome to Baby Girl. Oh, and rhinestone cowboy Glenn Campbell passed away of Alzheimer's yesterday at age eighty-one. Do you know he was fifty years in the business, and he actually had a CBS variety show? That's crazy. Yeah,
2: I liked Wichita, Wichita Liner. That was my favorite. That was my song dad's too. favorite. Yeah. Oh, my father. And
0: he sold over forty-five million records. Quite the uh, the. Um, they, don't
3: do they don't do. They don't make them like that anymore.
0: No, now this is for, for me and Gail. Rachel Lindsay, the bachelorette, got her happy ending Uh, uh, with Brian Abisolo. And I have to tell you, I didn't admit it, but that's who I wanted from the get-go. You
3: did. Yes. Oh, my God. We could do hours on this. I'm sick. Seth, pass me the
0: trash. Pass the trash. Okay, now. Okay. End. This is very interesting. <laughs> Taylor Swift, I don't know if you remember four years ago, she filed a, a lawsuit, a harassment lawsuit against a DJ who supposedly, allegedly, put his hand under her skirt on the red carpet while there was a photo op, which I saw the picture yesterday. And? So he sued her after she made this arrest because you couldn't get a job. He she sued kn- her? Listen, yeah. listen. Mm. Taylor Swift now is counter suing All she wants is $1 and some respect because he grabbed her butt. And let me tell you something. I saw the picture. Mm -hmm. It looks exactly like that. Taylor Swift does not need money. No. Taylor Swift is basically a wonderful person.
3: She seems great. Very
2: classy. I'm um, I one dollar and yeah. some respect. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: So that's... That's what we were talking about last week really about, can, listen, this is my body, the only thing I own. You don't come in here cop a feel. Can
0: you right. imagine
2: copping on the no.
0: red carpet? Oh, it, my God. Lisa
2: showed me the picture and it was
3: pretty no. evident. <laughs>
0: Now, on top of all this, our new sponsor, Go Girl. Now, just listen and hear me out, ladies, because this really, when you think about it, it's amazing. I keep hearing Go Girl. I'm not sure. I know. Well, a while ago, Katy Perry was on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and she talked about it because, you know, she's at all of these women, you know, wear these gowns, and some of them are really, really tight, and some of them are just loaded with tulle and chiffon and blah, 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 and all these layers. So, Go Girl is something where girls get to pee standing up. Go Girl is the way to stand up to crowded, disgusting, distant, or non-existent bathrooms. It's actually a female urination device, sometimes called an FUD. And it allows you to pee while standing. Now, listen to this. Are you kidding? Not, no, I, thought, she's I not kidding. I thought this I'm was like kidding.
2: a bar or something. No.
0: <laughs> like something you eat, Go Girl. But, no. But, no, but think about this. Think, think, seriously think about this, okay? It's made of medical-grade silicone, which is germ and moisture-resistant, which is key. Okay, so it's basically designed for the active women, whether you're skiing, you're boating, camping. What about brides? They have hundreds of yards of material. Gail's looking at me already. But it was endorsed by the Mayo Clinic. It sold at Target, Walgreens, and Walmart. And their tagline is, don't take life sitting down. Now, let me tell you something else. They also it's, it's, like, a, it's like a little, it looks like a canoe. It's shaped you put it against yourself. Seth's looking it up. Seth's looking it up right now. You put it against I yourself. One. <laughs> and it has, let me, you guys, really, it has an extension. So, Karen, how many times have you been in the Lincoln Tunnel and
2: you've had go oh, to the bathroom? Please. That was horrible. Okay. That was
0: really bad. Now you can. It's washable. It's small. It fits. I mean, just think about it. Think about where, would you rather cop a spot in the woods where something could be crawling up your butt? Or
2: would you rather be standing up peeing straight? I, I, I would rather just, yeah, you know. I the, What I really want, it sounds like a great idea. And you know what? Honestly, my third son is like the inventor of our family. So he's like, oh, we should figure out how to put something in the bathroom and in, in a car. It sounds like a great idea. um I, I think I'd like to try it, honestly. Yeah. I Well, I've been in touch with uh, them, Gail. I have a really good friend that
3: has one. You're and kidding. She, no. Get out
0: of here. She loves it. Why didn't you tell me about this? You know how about Dorsey? So I you knew what
3: it was the whole time, and uh, I'm thinking it's some kind of food. Well, no, she she had the whole conversation about it, my friend and I, and she's got a pink one. <laughs> that's what the color they <laughs> are. They're pink. She's got a pink one.
2: Oh, that's crazy.
3: Uh, and I'm, it's owned by a woman. Thank you.
2: Uh, yeah, you know what? It's a great idea. I hope it. Uh, I guess I can't say anything about it until I've tried it, honestly.
0: Well, let me tell you, we're trying them because I want one. Gail's friend has one, and I want to talk to her, but. To me, this is brilliant because if you're outdoors and you're going someplace and you can't squat, think about that. It's
5: Let's crazy. Let's stand up and pay. It's a
0: good one. Okay. So, five amazing benefits of apple cider vinegar. Listen to this, girls. Number one, it lowers your blood sugar. Number two, it cuts cravings because it helps control blood glucose levels. Three, whitens your teeth. It actually helps remove plaque buildup and kills bacteria. It can clear up your skin. The acid in apple cider vinegar helps tighten pores and clear up acne. I wonder if it works for bags under the eyes. I'm going to try that myself. Five, this really blows my mind because it's great for skin and your teeth. Mm-hmm. You can clean your house with it. Mm-hmm. Antibacterial properties and pH levels work together to make it a great cleaning agent. It's amazing. I, I use it
3: every day. And it's good for your immune system my no, top t- of I take, I take hot water, a glass of not hot hot, right. and a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar it's the first thing i do every morning really
2: mm-hmm. really I I, yeah. i'm gonna start doing it yeah. Yeah. i'm gonna and buy a bottle in,
3: and you have to the one to get is the one that is, has the mother in it make sure it's raw apple cider vinegar it's okay with the mother in it so health food store yeah you okay. can get, actually you can get in a grocery store too yeah just make oh, sure okay it's,
2: yeah and we'd like to thank go girl for sponsoring us yes. thank you go girl. again don't take life sitting down but i love you guys i can't wait to get one go, and you can go to one tough
0: or Facebook, or Instagram, or Twitter. We'll try to have OTM. something up about it. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, you'll yeah. find us. You will find I'd like it. to get a picture maybe of it on I the website. I can get you that. I actually yeah. have a picture of hmm. it. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and definitely go to OneToughMother.com for all info. Hashtag OTM, hashtag one tough mother, hashtag one tough mothers.
2: Beautiful. And what is the time for, Lise?
0: Guess what it is. Yep. It's time for Mother Says. And Mother Says this week is brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% on car insurance. And let me just say, they saved me
2: 20%. Motorcycle insurance, too. You know, I have my motorcycle under them. Sure. Thank you, Geico. Anyway, Mother Says is how we walk with the broken speaks louder than how we walk with the great. OK, Aww. so that that kind of finishes up our show, how we walk with the broken speaks louder than how we walk with the great. So remember that. Be kind to everyone. You don't know what kind of day they're having, what they're going through. You're not in their life. Right. Thank you for listening. We hope to have you here next week. We have a fabulous guest next week. Boy, it just gets better and better. I can't even I can't even tell you how great the guest is next week. But you're going to have to check back with us to find out who it is. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.